What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcastrophy episode 149. I am your host, Dick, and I'm joined by two guests here. I got Alex Taylor. Hello. Former guest of the show. <laughs> we just uh, we did some like time traveling and jumped to the future a little bit ago and recorded a, a whole episode <laughs> that's going to be in a couple weeks. That'll be the next one. No, so ne- next. It's not the next one. I think it'll be 151. Oh, OK. Well, I don't know. It is in the future and I then know. we will be talking about it. Yeah, I got 150 already planned and I think I'm going to do it next Sunday. So hopefully okay, next okay. Sunday, as long as everything goes through. And plans don't change. But <laughs> uh, so we got you. You've been on the show before. I have. Obviously. I, have. I mean, especially in, on episode 151. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've been on the show before uh, several times. And, and, and I will you. be on the show again oh, yes, at least will. once. At least one more time <laughs> on episode 151. <laughs> and we also have another new guest, uh, Taylor Thompson. Hello. Uh, it's it's great to have you on the show. It's it's great great to like actually talk to you in person yeah we've talked a lot on facebook uh, we have on facebook but like and we went to high school together we did go to high school together we never talked in high school i think you're a few years older than me i am i was 09 oh that makes sense i was 2012 oh you were 2012 i thought you were 11 so you're even younger than i thought yeah thank you but that's fine (laughs) thank you thank you thank you well i was 2007 at a different school so i'm just old it's fine yes today the sorry i felt left out today the doctor was like oh um how old are you again and i'm like because i was like talking about my master's degree and uh she's like oh i thought you were like 22 i was like (laughs) Like you got a you got a young face, Fuck yeah, baby I mean, face. Grad school in this, uh, you know, grad school in life, man. Makes I thought it was gonna yeah. make me great. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Maybe maybe before the end of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy to me because like when I graduated, it, like you guys were babies to me. You guys were the freshmen, and I'm just like now it's like holy shit. 2012 was 10 years ago, and I'm like. I literally said that on episode 151. Yeah. Actually, the benefit got me out of my 10-year reunion. Oh, so fantastic! If does listen to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little sorry that I'm excited about that. I I went to my. I didn't even know like my class was even gonna have one because nobody really said anything. And then out of the blue, like a group was created like a year before. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm the type of person that, like, I was totally down to go to reunion. I was really looking forward to it. About 10, 15 people showed up. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but I had a good time. Of course, it was, like, the same day as Bacon Fest. Delphi's <laughs> um, Yes. And so we, we, everybody went to that after the reunion. Bacon or reunion? Yeah. I choose I, bacon so every I had time. Three rules for my like. I remember being like, okay, I'm only gonna go to my high school reunion if I am making bank, I have a hot husband, or I drive a nice car. Uh, just so you guys know, none of those are happening. <laughs> it was a stipulation. All of those things are just one. At least one. one. Okay. Bare minimum. One. Okay. Um, um, but granted, 
I went to my 10 year reunion. I was really excited. I got there and I immediately reverted back to my shy high school, <laughs> nervous, don't know how to talk to people stage. And I just went outside and chain smoked a lot. Yeah. So, so I went, and I don't even smoke cigarettes anymore. <laughs> I went to a wedding that was kind of like a high school, like a high school reunion. And I realized that no one really changes when they get around the same people. No, you're right. And, um, I actually haven't lived in Attica in nine years. I mean, Attica, I mean, Delphi in nine years. So I haven't seen these people. Um, I did want to like, at least cause some of them reached out actually shockingly. I felt like my circle when I was going through everything ended up being people who I haven't talked to in X amount of years. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to go and like, thank some of them for reaching out. But I'm not that upset because I also don't want to ask, be asked a bunch of weird questions or yeah. it's now become like a personality trait. Like it's like, instead now you're on a podcast getting asked a bunch of weird questions. <laughs> well, sweet, that's what I totally want to bring awareness, but I'm at least like, uh, you know, I feel like it's now my personality traits, like Taylor bitch, uh, stroke, um, stroke caregiver. You know, it's become definitely, I think it should be on my resume. It's a big part of your life. So, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and it, yeah. it, uh, it takes a whole lot of something to go through all of it <laughs> no. standing still so yeah. i think it should be on a resume it really should be on a resume Absolutely. so yeah, it's been like i've been following along with this mm -hmm. whole story pretty much since it happened as far as i know and like it's just been it's been crazy to just watch it all and like like i i don't know how i could help but i mean i'm i'm doing what i can right now by especially with the the fundraiser event next weekend the so benefit excited. And because uh, that's that's what I wanted to do this show for was to uh, promote that. Yeah, thanks. I mean, appreciate hopefully, that. Hopefully, people actually listen to us. All, all two people that might listen to. <laughs> hey, I think a lot of people listen to it. You that's got two more fan base. I've I've watched a few it's, of your it's podcasts. It's been slower lately because I, I took some time off from it, so it's it's getting back to it. But hopefully, spreading it around and. Then they'll listen to this. They'll be like, okay, wow, maybe I need to get to this benefit show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, do you have, like, a GoFundMe link or anything Yeah, like that? I do have a GoFundMe, um, which I was weird starting. I remember... I feel like the backstory, I feel bad always asking and sharing it. But I remember one time my friend, I was talking to her and I was like, I will do anything for my dad. And she was like, oh, then you should post a GoFundMe. I was like, no. Then she's like, then you need to stop saying that you do anything for your dad. Yeah, and it was yeah. such a weird way to think about it. And I was like in a position where I was like, oh, maybe she's right. So like, I definitely have it. And well, actually. Of all the things people do GoFundMe for, I think this is a very noble and worthy um, cause. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so. Well, and remember, actually, like, you should probably say a little bit about yeah. like your dad and what oh, this yeah. is because there's probably people listening like I picked up on this? stroke <laughs> caregiver and I picked up on like some things like... but no no Whoa. no no this is people shooting totally the shit ADHD yeah. okay. okay so back in February um my dad had fallen um I feel like that's such a key component because it, we forget that part of it so it was the day of the big snowstorm um my dad had fallen um I remember I got phone with him about 6 p.m. He's like, hey, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, cool, fine, whatever. But my dad and I are very close, which you, if you have me on Facebook, everyone knows that my dad is me or super close even prior to this. Mm -hmm. So um, he doesn't call me at like 10 and I'm like panicking. I've called him. I'm, I want to lie to you guys and tell you that I didn't call a bunch. I called 27 times. Um, I called 27 times. Your gut, your gut knew. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I done a wellness check on him the week before 
and he had just fallen asleep. His blood sugar, I get his notifications. Okay. So it went low, and I was like, Ugh. and when he goes low, he gets really disoriented. So Do- he has issues. He had already had a stroke okay. prior to yeah, this. Yeah, he had an undiagnosed stroke that yeah. was diagnosed later. Okay. That's its own. And, but he had he has diabetes, and um, for anybody that has diabetes, take care of yourself because my dad did not. Yeah. Um, which. Honestly, I think ultimately had played a contributing factor to his stroke. So I'm I don't sure. want to like you know play like my dad's a victim. No, dad, if you listen to this, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I love um, you. You're dumb. <laughs> but he anyway he had I did a wellness check. So his girlfriend and I had decided that we were going to wait. We would give him. He had asked. He said, Taylor, that's your one wellness check because he did a wellness check on me like before. So that was our one. At three o'clock in the morning, I woke up. I hadn't heard from him, and I always get a text around like one or two, like random something, like you know, can't sleep. And I call. The, I decided to call the Attica Police Department, and they were like, "Hey, you know, with the snow and everything, because I was going to go, but it had started icing, you know, because yeah. it was the ice then yeah. the snow." And I was in Indy, and um, we decided they were like, "Okay, well, we'll try to get there as soon as possible." I get a call about seven o'clock that he had fallen. And that I probably had saved his life. Um, and then they were like, hey, we're just going to get him checked out. Um, Dad was actually supposed to, that was on a Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. I couldn't get to him, obviously, Thursday, Friday. I was able to go Saturday. He was fine. Sunday started slurring his words. Mm-hmm. And Monday was a stroke. So actually, the fall and the stroke are two separate entities. Um, just they think from the stress of it, he had a stroke. Um, I mean, because so he was laying there for several hours after he fell, hours, right? Yes. Oh, my hours. God. Ten hours. I feel like the worst daughter ever. Oh, I know God, no. Tell me, like, you literally <laughs> saved his life, Taylor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so he, um, and then so the stroke happened, and I don't know, like, you know, I was probably the hardest time in my life because strokes change personalities. So I went from, like, my, my dad was like, fuck you. It was horrible. Um, originally we went from, I remember they, he was up in the ICU and they were like, well, you need to do hospice. Like you need to do hospice. And I just kind of shut down and I was like, everyone needs to leave me alone. And I made everyone leave me alone. It, and I remember, you know, they kept bothering me. Like they just kept handing me these freaking yeah. pamphlets. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this right now. And, um, so they handed me the pamphlets and they told me like, we really think this needs to be an option. And I remember, you know, I got there later. I took like a little break at like six and I went into a room full of like four doctors being like, you need to sign this paperwork tomorrow. And, um, I did have one doctor who was like, I kind of want to try something. Are you okay with me trying something? And I was like, do it. And he's like, okay. He's like, don't sign this paperwork, give it 24 hours. And I think we'll know where we're headed. And so I remember whispering in my dad's ears. I was like, give me some sign, man. And I don't find myself super religious. I find myself spiritual. But you learn in these situations, you talk to God a lot. So I talked to God. I was a mess. Whoever, whatever is out there, something bigger than me. Speaking into the void. Yeah, Yeah. because everybody knows, like, if you see my Facebook post, I'm like, rub your crystals. I don't give a shit what you believe in. (laughs) Believe in it. Believe in it wholeheartedly. I believe that you should believe in what you want. Whatever. Pray to Santa Claus. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter to me. Hail Santa. Yeah. Hell Santa. I don't give a fuck. Um, so anyway, so I did the whole thing and I think that they tweaked some medicine, but I came back the next day with the paperwork signed. I went over with my friend who was a respiratory therapist and it was, I looked, I looked like I did 
drugs. I, I had the worst <laughs> time of my life. I remember someone looking at me like rough. Anyway, um, and the first thing that motherfucker says, he pops up like a fucking sh- like daisy and he's like, I want to live. And it, you know, it was the most random thing that he didn't even remember the yeah. conversation. And then the, I remember the doctor who believed it, he was like, He's like, hey, hospice left. They're done. They threw away their pamphlet. <laughs> so it was the start of the <laughs> the fight because I was told that he would never be able to tell me he loves me. He would never be able to understand emotions. He's going to be a shell of the man he was. And I think through all this, he is so much more of the man than he now, was. Do you think they were just telling you that? Because that's what they believed, or do you think they were just trying to prepare you for the worst? I don't think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I think I cannot imagine being in that stance because obviously, for a living, I work with the brain, but I work with children um, with behavior. So I understand the brain is different, pathways are very different. Yeah. Um, I already understood that. That's what my master's is in. Um, but I think that some were, some were very, this is how it's going to be. I remember one nurse was a complete bitch about it. And she's like, ah, you're, this is all this is. And then some were like, I think just trying to prepare me. I don't really know. Um, but that started the battle. I think that, you know, I probably spent the first month hating everything and being really upset, which was that like first month of like maybe hospice, maybe, you know, rehab, Um, Not knowing yeah. how anything's going to go. And then, honestly, I got on a stroke survivor site. Um, actually, um, Alex has the group team own your shit. Mm-hmm. And someone yeah. suggested it. <laughs> Some, yeah, no, I'm serious. I my wife's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally almost like life changing. Like, I'm not even kidding. Because someone suggested I didn't even know. They're like, hey, go to a support group. And that's what I did. And I learned this shit happens all the time. I wouldn't have known where to start my, my, my war. I call this a war and I'm always yeah. in battles. It's exactly what it is. So, um, that's where I got it. And people go, like, Oh, we went through this. So I was starting to see that this is a recurring issue. Um, and I just kind of said, fuck it. Like, let, if I'm going to fight for something, I'm gonna fight for this. And I've honestly, I owe the support group a lot because I wouldn't have known where to start. Um, I, so once that happened, we did acute rehab, um, and went on from there. But I think that it was a little bit both to answer your question. And okay. I feel like that's how it is for everybody. And I feel really unfortunate for some stroke survivors. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. That There's sucks. not enough resources out there. No. And the resources that there are are completely overrun, overwhelmed. And people are just left out. People fall through the cracks. And so if the really unfortunate, I mean, it's unfortunate that it's going, that you're going through what you are, but think about the people that don't have a single person to fucking advocate for them. And I think about that often. And I also like, there are sometimes on a support group on the other side is people are bitching about like my dad yelled at me or my significant other yelled at me and all this stuff. And I may, and I don't know what their situation's like. I can't say I've, I've been, my dad bit me like a week ago, you know, like, uh, and you know, I'm not saying it's perfect, but like, could you imagine what's going on in their brain? Like your brain is literally it changes your yeah, brain, it yeah. changes your damage because your brain does not heal. It makes new pathways Yes, and the brain is miraculous. So we have to remember that, you know, and my dad will tell me he often, he's like, I feel like a fucking yo-yo. Like, he can't control, because when he's mad, he's, like, completely lost his filter, and so he just doesn't know how to 
it's a natural he'll filter. say or do yeah. whatever yeah. comes you like know, he, it's like the impulse yes it's, yeah he, impulsivity is, is so gone and um I feel bad. It's just, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's so much to it that I didn't realize. And I, I guess, and I also did not realize that strokes, I always saw that either killed you or you live from it and you were fine. Yeah. No, Dumb. you know, until this situation. So I've learned a lot. I mean, for me, the, my experience, like with people knowing people had strokes, like all I ever heard was like, yeah, they lost some motor function. They can't like move side of the side of their face or their personality is different. Or they're just not there anymore, you know? So like, this is so much can happen. Yeah. And, you know, and like, so my dad had two strokes last, they say within the two weeks. Um, and so they're very small and the way that the neurologist explains, she's like, you can have this type of stroke. You, if I did a scan of your brain, there's a chance that you had it. Like, Really, like, it, it's I opened up to taking care of myself. Yeah. Um, for sure, because, you know, it's just interesting. Um, it's the whole process. I, but like she said about resources, you know, I am so fucking sick of people being like, have you applied for this resource? Have you applied for this resource? I have literally Googled there is everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what, and I, and I know people are trying to be helpful or like, mm-hmm. like on the, like, that's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is it's not actually the end all be all. You have to qualify for certain things. Yep. I have had to be so meticulous in how I apply. People are like, why haven't you done a disability? Because if I didn't do disability by the time I had a house, we would have been doing disability for a long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. money would have went to a long-term care facility, not to, to me to take my dad home. If you are not careful, you are signing over a lot. You're signing over your, your your life. Yeah. Just everything. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, they just rake in money. Yes. Uh-huh. So, like, that's what people don't realize is that, yes, there are tons of things. And there are great resources. But I have to be super careful about how I use them. And I have mm-hmm. to be careful and do all the research. Yeah, you have to learn because nobody navigates you through it. Mm-hmm. And how to do it. How to do it right. And how to do it in a way that is best and benefits your situation yeah. in particular. People have definitely given me what I wanted to hear rather than like, you know, so they can get it. But it's worked out. I've been kind of smart. I'm thankful. I've had friends in high and low places. Um, and honestly, just a lot of research, a lot of research. Yeah. But that's like been the thing. It's slowly coming together. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. It's closed yeah. on your house. Yes, I yes. closed on my house. Yes. On there there are successes. Yes. Um, you know, um, and I get my daily uh, message like, when are you going to pay thirty two thousand dollars? <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of thirty two thousand dollars, there's the benefit yeah, on Saturday, benefit, yeah. October 8th at North End Pub. Yep. <laughs> it's a benefit show. It's a great show. It's going to be a great show. Blake May's band. Yep. King's like Gambit. I, sh- I feel like I should give a shout out to Blake May. I don't know if he actually will listen to this. Um, you can tell him to. And yeah, he will. I'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give him a lot of shit. So, but like to have, um, he has so many friends, like everybody either. Uh, I, is that, he's in King's Gambit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They always draw a crowd. They yes. draw a huge crowd. And the, yeah. So with Blake, people either want to fuck him or want to be him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I, like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I always, 
it's always a big joke. One time people like, cause we've been friends for so long, you know, there's a stigma, but I remember one time someone was like, have you guys like ever like hooked up? And he, and I, we both were like dying. He's like, hey, I see this bitch. yeah, he's like, I've seen this bitch too low. She's seen me too low. There's, <laughs> there's no going back from where we've seen each other. And let me fucking tell you. Yeah. Some friendships are meant to stay just friendships. So that's a funny joke. Yeah, and plus I was yeah. like his friend back when he rapped about working at the IGA in Attica. No, like I'm telling you like when women are like oh my god he's so hot and I'm like do this motherfucker wore a dog collar and fucking wrapped about the IGA he's gonna fucking he's gonna get out of the show he's gonna be like you know what Taylor fuck you I'm not playing it anymore Uh, I do want to say that you know I remember when someone Alex obviously suggested it and I remember calling I was like hey how do you feel about this actually Dick did too we both we both and I and I was like I appreciate you guys um and I call him and I was like you guys and he was like, I can bring really good bands. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll give you, what cut do you want? And he was like, you're fucking stupid. No, he was like, this is free. Who, who, who did you talk to? Blake, directly. Because oh, okay, okay. um, I asked him, because I wanted him to be a part of it. Um, we've not been, it's not like our friendship's like three, five. I mean, it's it's 11 plus years. Yeah. Um, so he's known my dad for many years. Uh, my dad's let him stay. Um, that's, you know. Blake May was the first guy I've ever spent the night with, which clearly indicates that we have no sexual attraction to you. At 16, when your own father is not afraid that you're... That you're, like, and you're like, no, things are good. We're yeah. good. I was like... I looked, I was like, damn, man. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm really excited, and my dad my dad teared up when he found out it was Blake May. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's, like, in my dad's eyes, there's, like, God, then Blake May. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, you, uh, when you set this show up, did you, who did you talk to, uh, Nick or Casey? Casey? Or, uh, it was me. I talked to yeah, Casey. Yeah. Okay. I literally. Yep. Cool. But Nick helped out. He awesome. made the flyer and all that. So awesome. they've, yeah, they've yeah, both been yes, a huge help. I, Casey's yeah. been wonderful. Oh, Casey is he's, always wonderful. He's the shit. Yeah. I don't know why. I think Nick listens to this. So if he listens to this, I, he's probably going to laugh because Nick intimidated the fuck out of me. He doesn't listen to this. What a shitty friend. Okay, well, then <laughs> we're going to both thank you and fucking insult you. Any podcast to be real. I think he's more of like just an audio book or music type person that's fair that's fair his beard screams audiobook (laughs) well yeah probably Uh, like about like conspiracy theories I think it's more Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, there are people who believe Game. Yeah. It's again, it's Christianity and Game of Thrones. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. Um, but yeah, no, Nick intimidated the fuck out of me. I don't know why. We're Facebook friends, so that means that we're like real life friends, and you know, he can. I've been around Nick Maxson for like the whole time that I've been around any of you, and I I don't think I've ever we've ever spoken. Really? Yeah, I really don't think we ever have. I just it never came up. He's been one of my I'm, best friends for years and like I hardly talk to him now but I'm friends with his fiance yeah Jess yeah uh I've been friends with him 10 years now and uh he's been one of my best friends over the years we have on and off type like closeness but I still consider him a best friend no like no no bad blood or anything we've just like he's literally scary he's never spoken to me and I've just never spoken to him and like a food truck that's really popular like walk box I know nothing about this dude but we're Facebook friends which I assume (laughs) we're Facebook friends for him to that makes you real life friends I can show you some videos that will take away any intimidation factor from him 
waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> a video of him. Oh my god, that was dog. hilarious. He was, so she gets home and she sees through their living room window him in a full taco costume, just dancing, dancing. dancing. It's not like good dancing. It's just like him being awkward and weird. It's like awkward white guy dancing. And it was the funniest. It was funniest fucking fantastic. I've ever seen. I watched it twice. I I'm not even gonna lie. Times because he's making faces too, and he, he is, was. He, it's just him and Tom in yeah. there. Yeah, so uh, like what 10, 11 year old son. Yeah, uh, something like that. 10 years old, I think. And it's just them dancing in their living room together. There's being father son weird. Yeah, and he's like, like Nick's like, it was great. Like, like weird ass faces for <laughs> not knowing that he's being filmed. Ugh. Love That's that. the best time to film somebody was, when they don't know you're there. Yeah, you know, they're just being I themselves. Think my dad would have went more viral if back then we had like, you know, because back when we were kids, like we got phones when we were like in ninth grade. I was like the last one to get a phone because my I dad. I didn't even have a phone until like, well. I got mine my freshman year. Yeah, I think like, my dad was afraid I was going to like. Junior maybe? Senior? I think my dad thought I was way sluttier than I was. Oh my so God. everything was um, like, I think he was worried about like sexting and shit. Like, like, I never got that impression of you in high school. Thank you. So I think my dad thought dads are just worried about no, their daughters. I think it's because, like, listen. So he, I look just like him, and he's convinced he's like, like a sex god. <laughs> I wish. Don't that, you have a TikTok where he's <laughs> maybe I'll be a sex symbol? Yeah. So I do have a TikTok. Um, take it underscore chronicles it's all about my dad so if you guys didn't think he's the coolest follow me on there i know nothing about tiktok and i but someone's like man you just do it yeah well someone's like you should totally post videos of your dad and i was like nah and they were like you should do it and i was like sure i guess i'll try it and the fuck motherfucker went viral throw that throw that gofundme on there yeah i did please donate to my gofundme because it <laughs> yeah. all, it's legitimately it's all gonna all go to him yeah, everything all, everything you do and say and breathe goes to him yeah i will say i, th- I that's what the worries i'm most was like what if people think i'm not i like my second job money went to my dad um you know everything. i don't think anybody's ever gonna worry uh, like yeah, you're I the mean, only one worrying about that yeah. not a I, single person outside you of know, you is gonna uh, worry every, that that's a everything thing I, yeah everything i do is pretty much yeah for him at this point um and it's to the point where people are like what about your life and i hate that i heard that we're at a situation in life where people are like what about your life um, and I, I don't think that people maybe realize that I was driving from Columbus cause I work in Columbus, Indiana all the way to Lafayette, which is four, which is two hours there and back yep. when he needed me. Like, um, and so like, and you know, he struggled and I, and stuff like that. So, I mean like my life it, and it's always like, I work in Columbus. I got a place in Indy because I'm such a daddy's girl when I got the job in Columbus that I was like, I don't want to be two hours away from my dad and I want to be able to drive whenever I want. I only want to be one hour away from yeah, my dad. Yeah, like an hour. <laughs> like, yeah, not enough that, like, he'll, yeah, yeah like, you know Gotta what I mean? Gotta be close enough to make I it if you need to. I've Columbus many times because I, I like going down to 450 North mm-hmm. Brewing. Oh, yeah, I've just found out that's where oh, it's at. Oh, my God, it's amazing. But anyway. Um, <laughs> drink a beer. And, like, yeah, it's a pain in the, like, no, it's not even and like it, it's the it's from Indy to Columbus that's the pain in the ass because yeah. it's just boring. Yeah, and it's only it's, a half hour. Yeah, no, it's and I and like I said, I love the drive. It's not a big deal. I just wanted to be it would closer. And then my company was kind of gave me where I could because I would have driven the two hours every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that they did that though because that's a hell of a thing. Work all day, drive two hours, like. 
Damn. No, I did it. After I did I it know, for seven months, much. I was like, God, you are a dumbass for thinking that they had let you do that. But they were cool. They were super supportive when I started it. I was secretive about it for a while, but then my... I kind of like started showing up at like nine, nine fifteen when you're supposed to be there at like eight forty five, and yeah. they were finally they were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm still driving." And they're like, "We understand." So that's good. That's my story. Yeah. So like my my moral is that my life is my dad. It was my dad before. Um, my dad and I were like, it's weird. Like he's the one person I tell all my secrets to. Like my dad knows more about me than I think anybody does, and that's pretty sad and that's you know what i mean like no there are, I, no, I think well, it's I'm great you, man there are things that my dad knows that i'm just like oh man did i just really tell you that absolutely i just did um i think that's the type of relationship that parents want with their kids but they don't always create that environment for their kids yeah. um and i think that's a pretty up. wonderful thing that not a lot of people experience no, he was a great dad he knew the happy medium does that make sense like Mm -hmm. um like with the thing people are like well don't be your kid's best friend my dad was still like i if if he if he was like taylor i'm disappointed in you i literally was distraught and i would have i would have cured cancer to get him not to do this so we had a mutual like always growing up was super respectful i had the best upbringing um so that, that that's important to bring like we i definitely had a healthy fear of him and i also had a really healthy respect for him so i carried on all the way to adulthood so you know we were throughout life we had different closeness um, but it was like really cool when I could finally be like, so I ate this edible this one time when I was in <laughs> high school, you know, I don't eat edibles anymore. So if my boss listens to this, I promise I'll pass a drink. It was test. in high school. <laughs> it was in high school. Definitely. Um, so yeah, anyway, so like, it was like cool to be able to tell him or the times that I got arrested without him knowing I would <laughs> wild Shithead. Yeah, I, we, like, but you know what I'm saying it's, it's I can cool. see it. yeah but it's awesome to have that and I'm very thankful for that but I like my dad that's the moral my dad has always had that balance I didn't have a stroke and then we got close no it's always been close yeah. and so this doesn't feel like I'm giving up my life it feels like I'm able to just change it if that makes sense like because mm-hmm. the goal is is like a wheelchair van which is you know, a big goal of mine that I have, um, is trying to figure out how to maneuver that because they're like 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the waivers kind of help, but the waivers are stupid because it's, you can modify a car. Well, that's another 25, 30 grand. You can modify a car, but they have to be a certain year or after it can't be too old of a van. Yeah. I, I just know that through a, a different waivers that that's my so line of work. Kind so of, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I do time. get it. Too. Yeah. And so, but it's just, it's just one more fucking roadblock. And yeah. it, the thing is like, it's not like, you know, Oh, you know, 15 years in, in, in great condition. It's like, last few years yeah. kind of thing so, like, like new realize. so when i looked yeah. at the waiver yeah okay great they'll modify a car but i th- you can't modify my fucking my ford focus so i have to buy a car yeah. so really am i saving anything no i fucking need a wheelchair van but you know like the things is is like giving my dad the opportunity for the last years of his life with and i don't know like some doctors are like dude your dad can have 10 15 years some doctors are like we don't know you know but like i want to be able to like travel with him like i really i want him to tell me a bucket list and i want to just achieve it 
because that's really through him I've learned about living because, you know, we constantly are waiting for all these things. We're waiting for health concerns. We're waiting for us to retire. And that's not living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is not. That's waiting to die. Yeah. Yeah, You wait, you wait to retire to do all the things you want to do. You won't be able to do them by that point. And I understand money. So you kind of just have to learn. I've learned to budget like, um, like I'm really learning a lot. Um, like I said, I work two jobs and, um, I'm like, man, some, you know, COVID taught me budgeting. Just so I hope COVID taught everybody budgeting. I realized, really, I, I knew it before. It. I was good at it before. So well, it's not even <laughs> I just realized, sucked. I was like, man, you don't, you don't need to drink that whole bottle of Jameson. You know, you can just stay inside and you don't need to drink because there's nobody there to piss you off. <laughs> so I will say that that's why my dad and I really got close. Cause I was like, I don't fucking like anybody but him. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, okay. So anyway, that's the point. So my life is going to be great. And you know, he was worried about my dating life and I told him I have your face. So I'm never, I'm never getting married. (laughs) (laughs) So don't worry, dad. God damn it. Uh, You know, but I do have a great personality, you know, um, which he did not fucking give me. (laughs) He says he's funny. I don't fucking know who told him. I feel like you're probably the same person. Yeah. yeah. Everybody tells me. Um, I've not even met him, but I just have a sneaking suspicion that you're the same fucking person. Yeah, no, it's almost sickening. Like, um, his family, um, really, I feel like met me through this process. My dad was kind of like estranged. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck if they listen to this. So if you hear this, you guys kind of suck. Um, and so (laughs) that process even brought that out more. Um, it's, it, they have a weird, we'd have to go into a dynamic. Her dad probably knows a lot about it. Um, okay. actually <laughs> Taylor is named after my dad. I am named after, I, which is weirdly. So my called, last name is her first name for a reason. Yeah. So <laughs> they called, they called, um, they called her dad Tate mm-hmm. and it's been my, it's been my nickname since the, I came out of the womb. Like, and it is, so it's interesting. And I remember my dad told me that your dad actually, when he came to visit, asked him cause he, I, he knew that he knew it, but he's like, I just guess I didn't process it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I'm Tate under my dad's phone. Like that's just how he addresses me. And he's like, he's like, there's no better person. And I mean, I grew up like listening about like Alex's dad, like you have, <laughs> you have to live up to this like name. Like this guy is the, will give you the shirt off his back. It's true. Um, so I never even knew she existed in any of that. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's cause you know, time and you know, moving apart and yeah, it's, it's funny because like, when I found out you guys were friends, I was not shocked at all because <laughs> every time I find out someone's friends with Alex, I'm like, holy shit, you're friends with this person too. I'm just desensitized to it now. You should be. Because like she knows fucking everyone. That's true, I do. And then when yeah. she tells this connection, I was she tells me this connection a few like a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we found out only a short oh, month. Yeah. 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 I was like, of course. Well she <laughs> so she knew about my dad, but she didn't know that he was my dad. And so she made the connection through like all these posts about her dad and my dad, like, you know, and then she, yeah. she saw it on Facebook and made the connection and she was like, wait, wait. <laughs> is your dad Mark Taylor? I'm like, sure is. And then she tells me all this. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. And I had already, yeah, I'd already known her. And yeah, for since while, like yeah. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, she met me when I was dying. <laughs> yeah. I got gastric influence at her what women's retreat. Yeah. yeah. Brianna and I, we threw a women's retreat and she was there and she had to leave early because she was really not okay. Yeah. No, it was, like it was awful. So anyway, thing. So Alex met me and I was so embarrassed. All these people, fucking met me and I'm like barfing and when I say the barfing like 
violently. It, it was, it, you could hear it, I think, from, like, upstairs. Like, I was just so She's in sick. the basement rooms, and, and I, she no was one, not no okay. One, yeah, everyone needed a shower, and that was, like, one of the bad, and there, were, there was no getting it. I mean, like, I was weak. It was, anyway, that's how we met. I went to a women's retreat so I could meet women, you know, powerful women, and uh, hey, you did. Yeah, I did. And everybody <laughs> had to take care of me. <laughs> so it's a really good time. Solid. So, but yeah, we never made the connection. It was like said, um, her dad finally commented and I was like, oh, that's like who it is. And then they were like, so they, then I started like, re, like creeping her dad and I was like, oh shit, how did I not make this connection? <laughs> Cause you know, my dad grew up in Attica. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so, where my whole family's from. So. Yeah. And he originally, we were going to live there in Attica and that's a big key but my dad didn't want me to have his reputation. Okay. Um, my dad was very, which I think like explain the family dynamic is that my dad was just very rough. Um, you wouldn't know that now if you met him, but I mean, I don't know if you've heard stories, um, but my dad was quite the man. Um, still a great person, just, yeah. um, you know, there isn't any shithead. Yeah, there isn't, I don't think there's anything, I'm like, I'm being honest, there isn't anything my dad hasn't done. Okay. And, you know, and I'll leave it at that because that's his baggage to share, not my job. Um, so, um, anyway, so his family and him just weren't super close that he like loved them but through this like I've kind of gotten to know a few more of them and like really got to know his sister and his brother and they were like they're like man you are just like your dad because I've always been told I'm just like my mom which to me is a slap in the face insult and we'll leave it at that because I'm not gonna also dirty out that because that's 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 a thing like uh you know I'm very open about it um she knows I'm very open about it but like it's not about her. No. Yeah. We're so, we're like, yeah. so we're leaving it there, but that's important to know that like, you know, it's, that's what sucked is my lack of, I think that kind of support from family. Um, you know, everybody has opinions. Like that's why he was in Lafayette and that's why I had to sacrifice so much. Cause everyone's like, I want, you know, we want to come see you. We want to come see you. Um, where the fuck are you? And yeah. I genuinely mean yeah. that. Like, where the fuck are where you? Where are they? You know, um, because it, you know, a 45 minute visit is good. So when you don't show up, that means that I have to, I had to drive the four hours because he's lonely and he's scared. And that's an, like, people don't realize that like, I did want to do it, but I also was really hoping that the people that were like, Oh, I'm going to be there for him would be there. And they haven't been. So yeah. if they listen to it, he know, I just want them. They know he knows and that's why I don't feel bad about moving to him to Indy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, when are you going to move back to Lafayette? Never. Never. We broke up, and we're not getting back together. <laughs> Like, uh, 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 I don't. Oh, like, I support that. Yeah, I live I here and probably will never fucking leave here, I but I support it. You, but I, I also miss Lafayette. <laughs> but it's fine. I just. I mostly um, miss the food. <laughs> that yeah, is well, that is can, the biggest I thing, know honestly. This is really weird, but there's these things called cars. <laughs> and I heard if you put gas in them, sometimes now we have electric if you're feeling liberal enough. Um, yep. But conservatives <laughs> are all about that diesel. All about that Anyway, okay. Uh, but anyway uh, so anyway, uh, you can go and go get food. That's what I told Dad we would do. I absolutely can. Yeah. <laughs> this is all a, this podcast. It's just a little harder. Well, but is, I just got to drive for it. It's well, not delivered like to my door. Of, like, that's like the point of like, I hope I make through this is shitty healthcare system, shitty support, and really live. Like, really don't yeah. sit around. Um, my dad gave me the greatest gift by surviving, and I tell people this all the time, is 
I have learned the biggest gift that some people don't ever learn or they learn like when they're 80 and they're dying is how much uh, we just don't do enough and we don't tell people we love them. We don't go out and do things. Um, Take a lot of shit for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and it's that, so easy to do that. So I just get caught up. Yeah. And um, I, I do my best. Like, I, I love this whole, like, you got to live your life. And I have always tried to live because my best friend passed away two days into my freshman year of high school. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. And, and it's, it's a weird thing to think about because I only knew him. This is where it's going to get fucked up. I only knew him for a week. But that's the bond that we built in that week. And when uh, you're kids, it's so yeah. easy to build that. But, he but was, time doesn't determine anything. No, no it does not. But he uh, he was an old soul. Mm-hmm. I came to find out, and I, I, I guess I knew as well. And his motto was, live each day like it's your last. Tomorrow's not promised. And so, like, I kind of took that with me when he passed. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so yeah, I've I've always built I've always done my best to with the people I meet and connect with. I try to build that those relationships up and build them strong. And I can I can walk away. I can I can leave this world tomorrow and know that every single person whose life I touch knows that I love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. And so like I I was the I, opposite. I mean, I truly mean that. Like, I think that that's like something that I've like learned. I'm not a very like, I'm good at expressing like anger. I'm, and I know that I'm not like an angry person, but like, if I'm mad, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. But like, I wasn't very good at the, like, I like love you. Like, I remember I had a boyfriend once who was like, do you even like me? And like, he genuinely meant it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I still didn't change my ways. We broke up a few months later, and it's obvious why. You know? Um, so. so you're like, I'm just abrasive, okay? Yeah, like, I just, I have a hard time. I don't know why. Maybe it's because my mom left when I was eight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Honestly, Trauma, okay? Yeah, and, but that's also not an excuse. That's like the yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you get to you determine who you become i mean you can you can embrace what made you without it allow without allowing it to uh define you if that makes any sense absolutely proud of my dad um he's been estranged from it i've actually never i'm 29 i've never met my grand my biological grandpa and when my dad had his first UTI after the stroke, obviously, you don't realize, like, how bad they mess you up. And even they didn't know. They thought he had another stroke, and he was, like, yeah. a vegetable. No, UTIs yeah, no, I fuck really you up. up. That's something I learned from my, my wife's been in healthcare for, like, the last 15 years, I think, roughly. And, she does uh, not look old enough to be in healthcare Probably not 15. 15. <laughs> it's probably, like, more like 10, 12 years. She graduated 08. Um, and then she, so yeah, it could be 15 years. Yeah, I know. Honestly, we're getting old. <laughs> we are getting fun. My first job when I was 16 was in a nursing home. Yeah. That's what she mostly worked. So yeah, home, I so. mean, it absolutely so could be because that was, she knows about UTIs and how they affect 15 years ago for me. Yes. And so he became vegetable, but his dad came and that's the first time they've talked in like 30 years. Damn. Um, and that's something that he carried a lot with him. Um, so I'm really proud of him. I still don't have a relationship with him. I have no, like, I just don't know him and I don't really care to at 30, but I'm really proud of my dad for, you know, that's something that he really struggled with and I watched him struggle with it my entire life. So he definitely learned that lesson. And so he's been able to like talk to his dad. I don't, I mean like 
you did, he did, I don't think he like, I think for, I think my dad forgiving himself. Um, cause I think even though it wasn't his fault, he harbored a lot of guilt. So that's very interesting. Like health stuff. I, I could do a whole podcast on that shit, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, it's very interesting, but proud of my dad. My dad's definitely, well, he's a fighter. Yeah. I think that that's like, that I feel really bad cause people are like so focused on like what I'm doing Um, and that's very interesting. And I love that because I love that people know I'm advocating for my dad because I, I want to advocate for everybody. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do through this process. But my fucking dad does not, he gets knocked down and just gets right fucking back up. Um, you know, and that I want, that's what I want to say about healthcare is that you truly, truly, my dad could have fallen through the cracks. He should have fallen through the cracks. And I don't know if in, and I think it's me to a certain extent, don't get me wrong. Cause I'm in the background, I'm in the background, making sure I'm moving the puzzle pieces, but he's doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I want to make that very clear. My thought, I am maybe in the background, you know, bitching at insurance, talking to social workers, researching, but my dad's the one that's laying in that goddamn bed every day when someone tells him that he's not going to make it and he's still going. So like, that is the real fucking thing. Like, is that, um, that I don't think many people could have survived what my dad went through and he's still kicking and his, he's onset dementia on top of this. Just like, that's important to know, I guess, um, from the stroke that way long ago, um, that he had, um, they found it, it through this whole process hasn't, has not progressed. It's the first question that people ask. It's the very, you know, when they neurology, Hey, we see this is any worse. Nope. My dad still knows the bears, um, the bears, um, 84 stats. You're, yeah, you're, you know, the year that they like, I think went to the Super Bowl, 84 bears. It's 84. I thought it was 85. Maybe 85. No, it's 85. 85. It is 85. Yeah. I'm wrong, but he still knows 84 and 85. I'm not a football person, so like. No, uh, you're right, because he's like, 85 bears. I had to sit here and think, and I was like, bears, that's football, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how much I know about yeah. fucking anyway, sports. Um, so. Watch the Super Bowl shuffle. Really, I'll have to. And then no, just I've like seen that. like and so like crazy. today, today um, he's still out of the it. worst. And he said, "So we're gonna." Um, he's like, "So we're gonna watch the Bears next weekend." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking next weekend." Or and then motherfucker yesterday was out of it, not talking to anybody because he's mad. And he said, "Hey, Bears play at one." this is new baseline and i'm like and then he's out here going bears play at one can you turn that channel to fox 59 and they're they're blown fucking away like, excuse me yeah, like like i remember having to show videos in the er last week like this is not his baseline like i can guarantee you and they're like we can guarantee that it's is his baseline and you're like and fucking watch hate. yeah that is what i hate about like a lot of healthcare. is mm-hmm. like they think oh i have this degree i know and I, I have this. I mean, don't be wrong. I that ha, that has some standing. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it's but both parts, and they need to work together yes. because people can always surprise you, especially when it comes to things with the brain. Yeah, because uh, the brain. We yeah, it's. That. I because mean, it's fascinating. Thing I can do. I work in. I work in behavior. I fucking love it. Um. So yeah, no, and that, and I, but I get it. Like, it's also why I don't want him to be in a nursing home, even mm-hmm. though like I know he's like, okay, I'm not gonna say he's safe. Let's fuck that. Like Indiana has no laws on it so there can be like one cna for 40 patients yeah nursing homes are not the place to be in that situation but i want to say that like the reason why like 
you know, when at the, I went to the um, nursing home when I took him to the UTI, and they were like, they were like, and if, like, what is his code status? What is his code status? And I'm like, what the fuck? And um, you know, because my dad, my dad wants to be resuscitated um, at a nursing home at least um, because he said, I want a shot, I want to fight, and you know. And I understand the logistics that you, that everyone's probably like thinking like, uh, no, he because he's a fucking fighter, yeah. you know, um, you know what I mean? But like, the thing is, is that they were so focused and they're like, we think this is his baseline. We, we should just get him comfortable. And I'm like, no, let's send this motherfucker out. And, um, you know, it was, and then like in the ER, they were like, Hey, they told us this is baseline for a fucking nursing home who had him. A uh, matter of a couple days. Like, when I went in there, there was crushed pills, like not crushed, like dissolved pills because they were still trying to push pills in his mouth. And the UTI, like swallowing is actually mm-hmm. a really big thing. Um, like he doesn't have any impairment, but when you have a UTI, it actually swallowing and eating takes a lot of work. Fun yeah. fact. Um, as I work with children with autism, like we work on that. So anyway. I know we're crunching time, but like my point is, is that I had to prove, 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 and I fucking loved it when he was leaving the fucking ER to prove go upstairs. Prove them fucking wrong. Yeah, he was like, <gasps> he was like, Tate, fuck this ride, which was actually the elevator. <laughs> she like the ER nurse said she's like he was, and she's like, well, he wasn't verbal, and I was like, he's fucking verbal now, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, here's your fucking baseline, bitch. Yeah, was, you know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting that everyone thinks that they know him, and I'm like, you don't, and you don't, and I'm sorry, and I try to tell people when on the stroke survivor support group where they're like, what can I expect? I'm like, you can't expect anything. Yeah. You I, have I feel to feel like I would understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just interesting. You just have to, have to, have to advocate for yourself or have somebody to advocate for yeah, you. And yeah. that's like, or the else thing. And bad I, things are going to happen. Yeah. And that's like sad because that is so, so, so sad. It is. But that's like the takeaway I hope I'm making is, is that, you know, we need to know ourselves, we need to know our people, and we just need to keep going. Yeah. But I think he's dictated, he is the reason why, because I would have been down for anything. There are many times where we've had conversations where I'm like, do you want to do palliative? Do you want to do hospice? Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is my dad can go any way that he wants to go. It is his choice yeah. because mm-hmm. of the condition that he is in. He can get better, or we can we can just make you comfortable, or we can really just call it what it is. If he's tired of fighting, yeah, that's totally understandable, but Every he's not single time. Like I said, like he was out of it on Wednesday when I saw him. And the thing that he mustered out of his voice was don't let me die. So as long as he's willing to keep fighting, I will find every loophole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is so this kind of hits home for me because my grandpa, he passed away at the beginning of August. And uh, so he retired from the Army after 40 years service in 2014. He was very highly decorated, uh, went through, I mean, he was in, uh, desert storm in 90. He was, in, he was in, uh, fucking South America. He was in the Sinai Peninsula. He was, he was a paratrooper in all kinds of conflicts awesome. and shit. And then like in 2016, he got diagnosed with liver cancer, heavy drinking over the years. And then it was just down. He got a liver transplant, but then shortly after that, his body started rejecting it. And then he had micro strokes. Mm, yeah. And then, and instead, and this is why it's, it's really hitting home for me is because you advocate for your father. Mm-hmm. My grandfather did not have anybody advocating for him. And he's a veteran. Yeah. A, a highly decorated veteran. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, the VA didn't do shit for him. No, Sounds about, about right. Like Sounds about VA, right. You just, 
get some did I well, like, don't get me started on the once, once he went and went downhill enough to where he was just wheelchair bound I just I I would see pictures of him all the time anytime I did actually see him in the very few times in the last I don't know five six years I have seen him he just looked so like a shell of the person he was mm-hmm. and I could tell it wasn't necessarily like the stroke and him just not being who he was I could tell I could tell he was still there. I think he was just defeated. And that's the thing like I that like I'm so proud of my dad is I think he he does. And I'm not going to say here and say he doesn't have days where he's like, I want to die. And he'll tell me he's like, I don't mean that. I just didn't know it was going to be this hard. But that's also what the life that I'm trying to create for him is it's going to be okay to be in a wheelchair. We're not going to stay at home all the time. We're going to get a, like I said, I really, really, if there's anything I can try to save up for, it's the wheelchair van. Um, is because that is how we're going to be able to like, oh, you want to like, let's just drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, there's so many cool places I want to take him. These are places he wants to go. So let's fucking yeah. go. That's what I'm trying to shoot for, you know? Um, but the transplant, I'm actually shocked since he had medical issues. I want to give my dad a kidney and they won't let me. Cause they said that due to his state of health, that, that he like, survive it or no, he what? would survive it. They just, Literally, no one has control over their bodies. Um, don't get me even started on that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, my kidney, I have no dictate. If I want to donate it, even though I'm like, I want it to go to my dad, in my opinion, if it prolongs his life six months, that kidney was well fucking taken care of, in my yeah. opinion. I don't get that decision because they dictate it. They, well, you know, we'd rather give it to someone who's healthy, like healthier and who can have 10, 15 years. They want to give it to someone who's healthy so they can keep them on medication and. Yeah, it, and farming them for money. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But like, my opinion is, like I said, if he, if he, if it gave, it, I, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If it gave him a day, I'd do it because I would want him. You know, but we've been able to maintain the stroke, ruined his kidney function. He fell on his he, the stroke, and he fell on his kidney. Mm-hmm. So my dad's went through stage three. He was at stage four, and your kidney function get a little bit better. So motherfucker got stage three. So we are no longer on dialysis. My so, wife was a dialysis tech, so... Yeah. Really? So, it's great. I'm very happy. So, we can still have a life. So, I'm hoping that, like, I can save up. And uh, my foreign exchange student is lives in Germany. So, my goal is next year is to maybe take him to Germany. Okay. Um, and so, I just... I That's what I want. I just want, like, him to not think that his life... Even if he doesn't... He never walks again. Um, his life isn't over. His life isn't over. Yeah. Because your life isn't over. And so... Um, our life doesn't have to change. It just needs altered. I want to make that clear. My life is not changing. My life is altered. Yeah. It does not mean it's worse at all. It means it. it's... You're making the best of yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what I want. I want him to make the best of it. I want people in a situation to make the best of it. I want... You know, I can bitch about healthcare. We all know healthcare sucks. But if I can sit on this podcast and someone listens to it and says, like... That is like, even if it's one person listens to your damn podcast, um, you know what I mean? I, I hope that they take that. That like when these things happen in our life, like they're, we just got to alter. And it's not a, always a way of thinking it. It all plays out. Like I've, I've cried all that I can cry over everything that's happened. And I do have bad days. No one's going to deny yeah, that. We um, all do. And you have to. Yeah. Honestly, you have I, to. I want to say that I don't want to act like I'm always on it because I'm not. But I will say that like. Our situations all suck. Healthcare sucks. The resources suck. Okay, what can I do with it? You know, and again, we go back to the benefit of having people like you and Alex, you know, being on my side. People who haven't talked to me in five years, people who haven't talked to me in 15 have reached out. I would not be where I'm at 
my dad would not be where he is at if I didn't have the people who supported me while I might be somewhat not maybe someone helping me take care of my dad if I didn't have the people in my background if I did not have the people you know sharing my GoFundMe me if I didn't have people like Blake May who are willing to message people who don't even fucking know me to come play a to come play a show for fucking free let's make this clear these bands are playing for free they will they refuse a cut i offered them a cut they all they all collectively refused nick refused to make me pay for a flyer um these businesses are donating i mean crazy donations that is exactly why i suggested the north end pub because i knew you would get the support you needed Mm -hmm. yeah like and like not to mention i mean like i've had a like i've sent letters and stuff but like i literally have gotten we wouldn't be where we were so like while i am my dad's advocate i have people who don't even fucking know me who are advocating for me so Mm -hmm. that that is what, and like, that's ultimately what i think also keeps my dad going is, is that he has people who doesn't even know him like um you know when I thought that um when I was like short on my closing stuff some crazy things happened I had a friend call me who I haven't who I randomly talked to and he was like all right I'll Venmo you three grand and you know what I mean like and he was like you're and, and it's not just me it's my dad my dad yeah. really you know he took in people like homeless cats it's you know, I guess so. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it, it isn't a me and my dad. It isn't a me, my dad, girl, girlfriend, me, my dad, my sister, all the people that are close to my dad. It is the people who barely even know me who are really, you know, as they say, it takes a village. Yeah, it yeah. is a village, and I feel really bad when I say like I feel alone. I do. I don't anymore. Like I never. I did in the beginning, but I meant it mentally. But to know that we wouldn't be, we, I wouldn't have gotten the house if it wasn't for these people. I wouldn't feel like I could. I mean, I've I've made a huge chunk on his medical. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I did work hard. I did work two jobs, and I don't want to take away from that because I did never have a day off. Um, but I couldn't have done it without so many people who don't even fucking know me. Holding you up, supporting yeah. you. So yeah, I get that. That's so awesome. that is where, like, I think that you know. I guess I learned to ask for help because I wouldn't have asked for help if, if I wouldn't have had a friend who basically told me I was being an idiot. So, you know, <laughs> so I'm really happy. I'm really happy for, like I said, Alex reaching out for the show because I also am excited to have something dedicated to my dad. Yeah. I'm hoping he can yeah. be there um, because that was the goal was to have him there. I was going to rent a, uh, rent a um, wheelchair van and bring him, but I don't know if he'll be out of the hospital due to, you know, the UTI. Yeah. And right. Stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Shit, I'm don't want it to be, be too there. much yeah. to him. <laughs> you know, um, so, but to have a day to celebrate him and to have a day where people come together to just celebrate his triumph is so like, I don't, it's not even for me just like raising money. It's like, my dad deserves to be celebrated. And I, I guess I forget that too, because, and he doesn't realize it. Like I truly do not believe that some people in my dad's situation would have had the outcome that he did because my dad is so strong and he's kept going. Yeah. And I feel like he is such a fighter and that's, he can definitely bring awareness to people. And I want him to have that opportunity. I want him to show people that, you know, we aren't are these struggles, you know, whether that's mentally, you know, cause he's had to confront his depression that he has neglected for all my life. You know, he's, there's just so many things that I'm so proud of and honored by him that I get to watch that I want people to be able to watch because he can really teach some people, um, a lesson and about fighting. So that benefit means so much to me 
that it's a celebration and it means so mm-hmm. much to me. Like I said, that Blake May, my best fucking friend who I've grown up with, um, is really, you know, taking ownership of yeah. it. Um, like I said, my dad worships the ground he walks on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not fucking kidding. My, I mean, like, I think like, I'm not kidding. So like, it is so exciting to me that, um, th- that we have that opportunity yeah. to celebrate my That's dad. A great fucking lineup too. Like, uh, quick flowers. Good. Zach, Zach Dickman. And yes. Mm-hmm. I said his name, right? You did time. it. You said it right. I actually have known, I've known his brother, Ben, yeah. who is in the band. Yeah. Um, uh, pretty much since I probably for like 20 ish years, I we used to do some fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. So. We used to do some trash kids shit together. Uh, I remember one time, like maybe about like five or six years ago, he like looked at me. He's like, man, I didn't think you were going to turn out this good. I was like, yes. <laughs> so I've known Zach since I was like 18. Yeah. Um, I you, only met him like this last year. Yeah. I've known about him forever, but I don't yeah, I, I mean, I kind of, yeah, same. Like I said, you can't get better. I, tr- I don't know Zach well enough to like, you know, obviously he was, he wanted to jump in on it. So for you to want to jump in on a show yeah. that you don't make money, you're a good fucking person. And then Chromarama there. I, I only know I, I I've met them once and I know, uh, the drummer's girlfriend, Kayla, Kayla yep. we're friends with, mm-hmm. uh, I've known her since high school. And then uh, Chromarama is fantastic. I cannot wait to watch them again. So I haven't seen them and I, is that the one where Zach Black's in it? I have no idea. Okay, well, no idea. I'm really sorry, Nate, if you listen to this because that's my cousin's husband. Yeah. Um. So. Great band. Yeah. So they actually awesome. asked him, um, Blake, when he texted him to join it, he was like, "Hey, do you want to do this free show?" And then after he's like, they were like, "Yeah, sure." I told him the cause, and he's like. Oh wait, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, it's it's for your family, and and Zach was like, he couldn't have fucking led with that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I'm the lineup, and then King's Gambit. He, oh yeah. yeah, we can't, we don't even need to fucking talk about them. Fucking everybody, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the lineup is. I'm super excited. I haven't been to a show in so long, and like I said, I grew up with that. I don't know if you ever went to shows like back in downtown Lafayette. No. Uh, the Skylight. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Skylight. actually, like that's actually how I met Blake is those like Rat Pack days um, you know when we car played in the Attica High School sure do yes like I'm because not... then I went back to the purple nipple and partied with them yes <laughs> um, they broke a, they broke a fucking AC unit and it just ruined everything for a while but um, so you know like the music scene that like I've always loved um, when I was doing event planning I really wanted to revive it um, and it you know obviously goals changed so it's fine um but you know it's interesting so i'm so honored to have like what i've always been comfortable around the people i'm the most comfortable with um because you don't feel like a stranger at those shows yeah. if you ever notice that especially with this the doom room crowd for so sure nick, nick he's the one that he revived it around here mm-hmm. yes and it needed it because there's so many good yeah. and like i mean i think that you know that kept me honestly kept me out of trouble on fridays and saturdays i went to like all of blake may shows was like go Ghost, ghost, ghost. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do was that, that was I it that like name. an ice cream for ice cream? I remember that. I remember um, that name. And then what the fuck? California Caller. I remember that one. I, I knew. I knew. Really? Bands, I, I did. Know. I, knew. I was, was friends with everybody in California Caller. There's like one that's like, ja- I don't fucking know. Blake, I, Blake's been in so many bands um, that I can't keep track of it. It's like his girlfriend's. 
Basilis. So, you know what I mean? It's Lillian just... Basilis. No, but I fucking loved them. I remember that I was, like, <laughs> such a groupie for them. Because that like guy's... Them. Really? That guy's them. ear, was, like, his gauge was so yeah, big. Oh, I my God. I remember that. I, that's, I remember being 16 going, oh, my God. I hated that shit. I was... <laughs> but I, now, nowadays, I look at it, and I'm like... There was I a few I wish I could remember, but Back he's I, Blake's going to be really mad that I talked about all of his bands. But yeah, um, so that's it. I'm the, the lineup's awesome. The people are awesome. Um, and we have some really cool stuff. If I can find this fucking FedEx package, the Chicago Bears sent a donation in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, there there will be a silent auction with a lot of like you know gift baskets and um, there's going to be cash for card on a bunch of um, like you know local restaurants and stuff gift yeah. cards. So shout out to Alex for going to every place I live in Indy, so I cannot <laughs> be there. So, so I'll be pick, her- I'll be picking everything up this yeah. week. <laughs> Here's a list. You're authorized. Um, I so. already ha- I actually have a basket downstairs that a friend of mine dropped off today that's full of Mary Kay stuff. So like yeah. you know there's going to be like and my I mean, mom made a basket that's got like almost, coffee and coffee cups and, we, and, and so honestly we might even have and yeah and i have a hair place that donated like hair yeah, callie so callie is donating yeah well i also have two of those like a bunch of oh yeah, yeah, my, yeah you know it's almost to the point where so many people have helped out that we might even have to revisit how we do it right I, like i i've been kind of thinking about it well i figure we, if some of them are you know because you know the, the type of crowd some of that stuff might not go yeah. we can still like there's Facebook, yeah. you know, we can auction things off on there yeah. and we'll figure it out. I don't all know. That jazz, like, so. Or like, you know, um, or if you just want to go for five minutes and donate, I don't know. I don't fucking care what people do. Or just donate to the GoFundMe yeah, if you can't make it. The, me, it's the, been the shared. link will be provided in the description. Yeah. And I'll be sharing it on the page and all I that. I will not stop sharing it because unfortunately things keep coming up and, you know, Thing after thing after thing. You know, I'm hoping that, like, you know, like, rich people, like, end up sharing it. Like, Kim K shares people's fucking GoFundMes. How the fuck does that happen? (laughs) Seriously. I fucking really need to figure out how Kim K will share my GoFundMe. (laughs) Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, fuck. I'm like, man, how do people do it? Um, So I, I'm not going to lie. I've been in a few musicians' uh, DMs sending them, like, please help me. Because we are at that point. I, I mean, I probably, we have about, I'd say, like, 250 in medical debt. I, um, that I, my dad wants me to like make effort to pay. So we'll do it, you know? Um, and then we also have a wheelchair van that we need to purchase and we have equipment that insurance won't cause that's private insurance. So, you know, I'm going to do it regardless, but that means like, you know, sometimes I've picked a PB and J over, you know, eating a whole meal. Sometimes it was, yeah, sometimes it was, I will say the seven months I've ate ramen and I hate ramen. Like I've had some close, I've, I've made my accounts negative thousands of dollars and I'm not being funny. Like there have been times where I didn't know how I was going to get gas in my car because I truly had to do those things to make sure that my dad wasn't kicked out of the nursing home. Cause that does happen. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that I've gotten a lot of like, Hey, if you don't pay this X amount of money, he'll, he'll be out. And I had nowhere safe to go for him. I waited too long to sell his house. It was a mostly a mental thing for me, like taking away something. I gotcha. Um, but it worked out because I got a beautiful two-bedroom house that is perfect I've, for I've us. been seeing the pictures. It looks nice. I painted nice. it. I'm painting it so that way it doesn't look like a hospital. Yeah. It's looking real good. It is looking real good. I like, the, I like the blues, the, the dark blue. The blue. My dad's girlfriend, if she fucking listens, she does not like my dark colors. I like Fuck it. Fuck you, Cindy. I love, it. I love you. I'm just kidding, but damn it. <laughs> She's like, you like really dark colors. Yeah, because I'm a fucking dark person. <laughs> Do I seem bright and cheery? Yeah, fuck you. I say fuck every other word. Come on. My dad said that was the first word. I feel that. Fuck. 
Might as well be mine too. Yeah. Well, my dad, my dad's two rules in life were uh, there's two things a dad does not want to hear their daughter say, fuck, and that guy's hot. Everything else was free game, just so you guys know. No, my dad, my dad for years was just like, every time I said fuck, he'd just be like, you could watch him just viscerally just be like, Ugh. He, at this point, he... He lets it go. He's yeah. like, there's, she's become her mother. There's no going back. Like, <laughs> yeah. but I just think it's funny. Cause like at 16, I was like, I remember one time I got in trouble. I said, I called somebody like a douchebag, and I got in trouble. Um, and I got like sent up to like the principals and I looked at them and I said, if my dad doesn't care, then I don't give a shit that you care. And my dad was like, Oh, cause he didn't, what was I supposed to say? Like, like that has been my life motto. My, like we're going back to how close we are and all that stuff. If my dad would have been upset about it, I wasn't going to do it. And I mean that, like, I, like, as I got older and stuff, I mean, I obviously did some shit that my dad would have been upset about, but you get the point. Like, if you we were like, do. yeah, mm -hmm. if you were like, if, yeah, like, so if you were going to punish me for saying like the F word or you're going to get mad, I could have given sh two shits less about your opinion of me because I only care about my dad's and I still am like that. So if my dad thinks I'm an all right person, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so that's it. my thing. I think that's a, that's a perfect place to, you know end it on end you know it, that, i don't give a fuck yeah so, so come come <laughs> yes. celebrate my dad that's what saturday october 8th at north end pub the doors open at seven it is a uh cash donation uh, entry so yes. please don't be like here's two dollars come on it's a fucking benefit yeah yeah people and my, dad, my dad's coming i dad's mean not that you're gonna do that but i just want to i just want to precursor say that and i'm gonna be the one collecting money so if anybody does that <laughs> you're gonna get a look <gasps> i know i need to figure out what I'm gonna do there. I'll be like, I'm sorry, there's something missing from this. I'm actually gonna get my dad's girlfriend drunk. So if, if you don't want to go for my dad, you should go for this fucking 90 pound old, this 90 pound, 64 year old woman who hasn't drank in the whole like four years I've known her. And she said, Hey, you're driving, right? And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, Can I drink? And I was like, Fuck, I'm gonna buy a shot. <laughs> so do you see Brian? has been told that she should be out twerking on the dance floor to the uh to the you know the screaming music and yeah. she's like i'll do it i'll yeah. fucking twerk so he's like yeah i'll do it well, and ever and brie is everybody's sex fantasy she, she's mine i don't even like vagina <laughs> like so i so brie if you listen to this like you're what you and Haley williams are the two women i would totally date um but anyway um and uh but if you go, you should buy a Cindy a shot. You'll have to mix it with something, but it'll be good for her. Yeah. yeah. I, want her, I don't want her to puke in my new house, but I want her to break it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she All deserves right. it. I couldn't have gotten through it out without her. So, yes. So, for those listening, if you haven't already heard it a million times, please donate to this GoFundMe. I will provide a link in the uh, notes and description. I'll be sharing it on the Facebook page. It'll, it'll be available to anyone. Um, thank you guys. I, I feel like this is such an abrupt thing because we've been, it's just been constant. No, it's, <laughs> it's such a good great. thing to talk. Yeah, sorry. Like, no, I'm it's, the, no, it's wonderful. It's been a full, a full podcast and it, it's, it's, it's been definitely great. been one of those podcasts that I watch. Um, that's like, they can tell they don't edit. They just talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. It's I like, know, yeah. have you ever heard like this? It's a, a podcast called like best friends or something. You should look it up. It's kind of like this thing. Okay. Um, 
like a. Oh, I don't edit whatsoever. I just let it go. No, yeah. it's genuine human like yeah, that's interaction. What, that's that's, what that's about. why it's interesting. That's what this show is about is yeah, interaction. You can, yeah, no just, filter. Nope. Not yeah. at all, especially this Full show. frontal. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not no, that, like, though. There's this, like, you should look at it. They do the same thing, and it's, like, really popular. I... When I like had an ex-boyfriend who was like, you should totally listen to this podcast. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, I'm addicted. So now I'm addicted to this fucking hot ass ginger and this weird looking Asian dog. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, best friends podcast. Yeah, or? I think so. Yeah, it's like best friends. Um, and it's really good. And if you like comedy, there's one there's one called like Kill Tony. I like I've decided that I really need to quit. Um, quit talking to my ex clearly because he gets me in weird ass shit and i'm like but it's like this and i really like that so i'm excited Hell to be a yeah. part of it so yeah well hopefully you can be more part of it in the future as yeah, well we can i mean really i would love to like check in on this yes thing yeah, this later update. i would love for my dad to be able to like i said like that's what like tiktok i'm trying to do with tiktok yeah is like it's like our chronicles so i'm really excited so you know that way people can see like what donating has gotten us, you know, donate. I hope that some of those donations, I can do something kind of fun for him. That's kind of my goal. I'd like to do a really nice trip. We never got to celebrate me getting my master's. Um, so he said when I pass my boards, he'd like to do something. Because cool. I paused my boards. Like, that's our big joke yeah. that he should have timed, that we should have timed the stroke better. Because I grad, he was like, he's like, damn it, Taylor, I should He's like, you got to pass that BCBA exam. I'm like, I don't know. So, <laughs> so donate, donate, donate. Because we got to get that fucking band. Advocate. Advocate, yeah, advocate. For people that you love. That Always. For themselves. Yes. Forever. Advocate. advocate for people you don't fucking know. Yes advocate it yep. makes a difference on the people i'm telling you i couldn't be more honored for the support that i've gotten so thanks to those who are still listening to me talk about my dad and bitch at people and say the f word um so <laughs> make sure yeah the fuck so, word. so make sure that you come on saturday listen to some awesome bands um you can see my bright smiling face at the door with my palm out ready and for I, money yeah, so <laughs> I said, everybody loves to see king's gambit like everyone talks about how hot they all are has anyone ever heard that because that's what i hear I all the time heard it you hear it don't act like you don't i mean everyone, probably I, everyone's like they're like oh my god Adam, oh my God, Blake, <laughs> oh my God, Colt, and then like oh, I don't, Anthony, which I've only heard him call young blood, but like yeah, he's been young blood since I was like nineteen. Yeah, but everyone's like, oh my God, and then when they sweat, they like want to lick it off of him, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> I literally that's my favorite joke to talk about everyone talks about how hot they are because I'm like Ugh. so anyway we're doing the Indiana long goodbye today yeah <laughs> all right yeah mind. bye I no, want to be done so no, it's all good I get it I, I'm totally who we are so many thank Midwestern. you like I feel like I'm Taylor Swift at the VMAs <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just Taylor. end it. So, Bye. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on. Like, it, it's really been a blast. Uh, today's been a blast. Um, if you're, if anybody's still listening, hopefully you are, because this has been a fucking good one. Um, <laughs> please, for future episodes, check us out on Anchor.fm. As soon as the episode is ready to go, I throw it up there. It goes to Anchor, and it, and I guess Anchor sends it to Spotify. I didn't. I just found out that out the other day. Magic. It's iTunes um, too. Huh? Just send it to iTunes too. Oh, I do because the other service that I actually pay for, uh, I throw that up a little later, and then that goes to uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, 
all of those. So check us out there um, and then check us out in the future because hopefully we're going to get back to doing live streams again. That's always a blast Ooh. and fun. I miss doing that so much. Uh, and then uh, you live, live, do your podcast. You're proud of I it. Don't live. Have space right now. <laughs> it's it's yeah, you've kids. It's just technical shit. Keeping me from doing it. Other yeah. than that, it's not we'll me. get there. It's not me keeping me from doing it. That's for sure. Um, and then check out our episode with Alex in two weeks. I'll see you there. In my sleep. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy about what I'm going to be doing for 150. So stay You're tuned for that. You're not worth 150. You're stay only worth 151. It's fine. Right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.